Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Winners and losers from week six, next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT in five. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer to talk about winners and losers from week six of the NFL season. And I'll, I'll kick us off with one of the guys that I think is one of the biggest losers, both in terms of just, you know, J.K. Dobbins finished with fewer than two points in week six, but also left the game, didn't play in the second half, his knee tightened up. It doesn't sound like there's all that much concern. It doesn't sound like he suffered some kind of big setback or anything, but this kind of makes his near-term future look pretty cloudy. If you start looking at the schedule, you got week seven against the Browns. I don't think there's any way that you can use J.K. Dobbins in that game. Just after seeing him leave this one early, I just don't think you can trust him. Problem is, week eight, they're on Thursday Night Football, the Ravens are, against the Buccaneers, so very tough matchup. Short week, not sure he's going to have time to, you know, recover given this injury. Then they've got the Saints in week nine and then a bye. So it might be, I mean, maybe week nine, the long stretch off after Thursday night. Maybe he looks good the next couple of games and you can feel good about starting him. But it's entirely possible that we're looking at like week 11 before you can really trust J.K. Dobbins. That's assuming he doesn't have any more setbacks, doesn't have any more issues, and starts to look good because so far he's just looked okay coming back from this injury. And that's not even accounting for the fact that Gus Edwards could be back next week, which is just going to make it even more frustrating. And so, yeah, it's uh, not looking great for J.K. Dobbins right now. What do you think? He's not a buy low. He's just an avoid and you probably can't sell him for anything. And he hasn't looked as good as the players in his backfield. He hasn't looked as good as Justin Hill, Justice Hill. He hasn't looked as good as Kenyon Drake. Yeah. What is that saying? And yes, Gus Edwards will be a factor. So this could be another year where we just don't have a reliable running back for the Ravens. What a shame. All right. You got any, uh, you got a winner for week six? Yeah, I got, I'll give you two in the AFC or sorry, NFC West running backs. Ken Walker, 21 carries, 97 yards and a touchdown, two catches and 13 yards. And he really looked so good running the ball. And I could see scenarios where if he has bad matchups, uh, you know, or bad game scripts where they're playing from behind and he's not super involved in the passing game. They don't run a ton of plays typically. I could see him having bad weeks, but schedule looks pretty good. Chargers have a terrible run defense. Giants, not great. Uh, Arizona, those are his next three games, and he just lit up Arizona. So Walker's basically a must-start for the time being. And Daryl Henderson with Cam Akers seemingly on his way out of uh, Los Angeles. Daryl Henderson played most of the snaps inside the 10, had a short yardage touchdown. He is a winner on a much lower scale, much lower level than Ken Walker, but certainly someone that you should be happy to have on your team and that you could use in a pinch. All right. uh, How about a loser for week six? 
Well, I think it's the Packers. I mean, other than Alan Lazard, he looks like the most reliable guy right now. And yeah. AJ Dillon again is a loser. Aaron Rodgers, you know, if he had thrown a second touchdown pass, he would have had the same exact game that he always has: two hundred and fifty-five ish yards, <laughs> two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the thumb was an issue in this game, but he got really he got pressured a ton. He got sacked four times. Mm -hmm. They have no running game right now. Their defense is struggling, so they can't be in position to run the ball. They lost to the Giants and the Jets. They haven't scored more than 27 points in all season. They did that eight times last year. So the Devontae Adams absence, I think, is, is having a huge effect on everyone. Um, mm -hmm. And really, the biggest loser here, Chris, is, is Aaron Jones. Because I can't sit here and say to sit Aaron Jones, but I think there's going to be a lot more, hey, I've got these two really good running backs. I got Ken Walker and Ramondre Stevenson. Okay, yeah. now you can sit Aaron Jones. I, I'm not saying he's going to be outside the top 24, but he's... <laughs> He was one of my absolute favorite fantasy values. He was a mid-round two pick, and it seemed like a freaking layup. He doesn't yep. catch enough passes. He doesn't get enough carries. Uh, things will probably get better because he's such a good player, uh, but it's really bad right now for Aaron Jones. Yeah, I uh, I think you look at like Brees Hall is a winner for me. I'd rather have Brees Hall rest of season than Aaron Jones. Brees Hall just might be a top 12 running back. He's playing like 65% of the snaps. He had 20 carries, only six for Michael Carter in this one. And we've seen Brees Hall, you know, be pretty productive in games where they're trailing. He's a good playmaker in the back, out of the backfield in the passing game. It just kind of looks like Brees Hall might just be, you know, uh, yeah. one of the, one of the best running backs in the NFL potentially. Yes. And it's not a surprise. I mean, he was, yeah, he was that kind of prospect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like that's one where you know you look at Aaron Jones versus Brees Hall. I, I might take Brees Hall rest of the season. Even someone like Nick Chubb, I might take Brees Hall over just because of the passing game role. We saw in this one, you know, the Browns suddenly are two and four, and that hasn't really hurt Nick Chubb for the most part this season. But this week, he still averaged 4.7 yards per carry against a tough matchup, but only 12 carries, only one catch. The, the lack of a passing game role makes Nick Chubb more uh game script dependent than your other elite running backs in a way that I don't think is true of someone like Brees Hall. So well, that's before you sign off. I got yeah. a question for you. Would you take Aaron Jones or Ken Walker? I would take Aaron Jones, but I wish, you know, at some point during today's stream on, on Sunday morning, I said uh, that I would take Ken Walker over Damian Pierce rest of season. And I got a little bit of pushback from from you and Frank. I wish I had pounded the table on that one because I feel even better about it. Just because mostly just because he's in a better offense. Oh, you made a good I think, point. I think they're very similar players. Yeah, you made a good point about him. I think it's fair. All right. That's gonna do it. We're gonna end on me making a good point. That's gonna do it for fantasy football <laughs> today in five. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the Men's Sunday Performance Jogger and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. 
That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. 